Welcome to another episode of B2B Nation, the official technology advice podcast for sales and marketing professionals. I'm your host, Chris Kleinfelter, and I recently had the opportunity to speak with Jack Kozakowski, the global head of B2B social sales execution at Creation Agency. We talked about how social media ties into the sales process, and he had some really great thoughts there. I really appreciated how he uh, outlined that content creates conversation, but more specifically that the visibility of that content is so vitally important. And that's where I think a lot of B2B companies really struggle today is getting their content in front of enough people, uh, specifically the right people. And, you know, he really went on to explain how email, phone, and social need to all work together. Uh, Social isn't this this silver bullet that just magically makes more sales happen. You know, ultimately you have to have people in your organization who are good at sales. But the where social's being underutilized is, you know, it can really help strengthen the conversations for sales and it can really help you know your buyer as well. So Jack had a lot of great thoughts and without further ado, here's my interview with Jack Kozakowski. Enjoy. Hi, Jack. Welcome to the B2B Nation. Thanks for talking with me today. Absolutely. Excited to be here. So this will be a, a fun conversation. Maybe we can collaborate in this conversation. You know what I'm saying? Hint, hint. Yeah, that sounds great, man. Hey, uh, so hey, just to get started so our listeners can uh, find out a little bit more about you, could you tell us about your background and creation agency? Yeah, absolutely. So um I, you know, my background is 12 years in sales. Um, you know, I've done different industries. You know, started in, in the hospitality restaurant management business. Um, you know, went into manufacturing, sold pay-per-click. Um, and then, you know, kind of the, the lift off in my career was at Axon Software. Um, I was there for about two and a half years, you know, top sales rep over there, regional sales manager. And, um, you know, kind of fell in love with, the whole, you know, social in the sales process, ideology and process, and um, teamed up with my business partner, Jason uh, Jason Sibley, who's out of the UK, had a huge um, marketing automation agency over there, you know, one of the top, I think, top three in the UK, and um, opened up the US, I'm opening up the US division for him, so we're doing a lot of cool and exciting stuff around digital and uh, sales. You sound like a busy man. Yeah, it's a... Uh, a good life waking up and you know doing what you love every day and and seeing your clients benefit from it man i applaud that completely and uh, i'm really excited to talk about uh, our topic today uh we're going to be discussing how social media ties into the sales process uh you know i think people tend to associate social media with the marketing arm uh could you lay out why social is just as relevant to sales yeah so you know marketing Marketing and sales, I think, in, in my opinion, you know, marketing and sales, sales is marketing to a certain point, right? But I think social right now is kind of the new phone, the new email, right? We used to just call clients. That was kind of our communication, you know, one way back and forth. We used to, you know, eat, well, we still do, obviously. I'm not saying these things are irrelevant, but, you know, your buyers now are on so many different social channels. And, you know, you can have a, a one-way conversation, get to a CEO on Twitter faster than you ever get to him on the phone or he or she. So really what sales has to look at when it comes to social is they've got to look at it as another communication channel. And that's it, right? Another way to get, you know, visible, valuable, and connected to your buyer, add massive value on the front end so that, 
you can, you know, leverage these channels to give to get even more movement, right? And to give even more value and actually get more conversation because at the end of the day, everything in sales starts and ends with a conversation and sales reps have to know that that conversation is happening on socials as well now. So I know uh, there's sort of a, I'm going to call it a rift for lack of a better word, uh, at times between sales and marketing departments in B2B organizations about, uh, you know, who should help control that message and, and what's seen, uh, you know, what prospects see in terms of email or social. Uh, who should take the lead here, in your opinion? Who should take the most ownership of social? Should it be marketing or sales, or is it truly a collaborative effort there? I think it should be the buyer, right? Um, you know, I don't think marketing and sales should decide where they're going to communicate with their buyers. I think your buyer is going to tell you, you know, from the data, right, where you should be communicating. And then, you know, sales and marketing, I think that social media is a beautiful thing for one reason, because if an organization embraces social, then marketing and sales, you know, kind of have to work together. It's, you know, it's kind of a tool. And honestly, the way that social works the best is if marketing can support sales and get help get their sales reps, you know, visible and valuable to the uh, more more buyers, you know, at a at a mass scale, then everybody wins really. But you know, both people have to have um, an invested interest because there is time and work and education that has to go on both ends in order to really make you know social work in your favor. And that was well said. And I'm really curious to hear just your take on uh, what issues have you seen between sales and marketing departments uh, aligning? I mean, that, that's a really popular kind of buzzword right now is, uh, or buzz term, so to speak, is sales and marketing alignment. Uh, are there specific challenges that uh, you've seen lately that are inhibiting that or encouraging signs that that's happening more and more? Um, you know, I think... In, in my experience, I've, I've gone through this, and I know a lot of people do, but I think marketing scared to give, to let anybody else have reins on the messaging, right? And with the world that we live in, buyers are sick of a canned message. They're sick of boring branding. They're sick of boring pitch slogans. You know, buyers just really want to get connected to people that have value to them, right? Personally and professionally. And I think that salespeople have to to quit being scared to actually be somebody other than a salesperson, right? When they're doing anything that involves their company. And then marketing has got to be, you know, quit being so scared that a salesperson is going to say the wrong thing and, you know, screw everything up and screw up the branding. I mean, people don't want that anymore. People want, you know, I hate to use this word because it's so replayed, but people want the authentic one-to-one -one piece of what a salesperson is and what a marketing team is or a brand is without a pitch and you know if you can be proactive and start to just show the human side of what sales reps and who they really are you can make some big waves and get connected to your buyers on a whole new level and really start to to have a partnership in the sale versus you know the sales rep just trying to get the sale and the buyer just kind of sitting there you know wondering is this person at my best interest or are they just trying to get the sale because outside of them just selling me, I know nothing about them. So that, that kind of hits on another question that I had. I think a lot of people are skeptical uh, of uh, messaging from marketing and pitches from sales. And furthermore, I think buyers are becoming uh, 
uh, more attuned to seeing through the automated message. And, and that kind of takes me to another question that because you did a, a great job of laying that out. Um, uh, I would say that businesses are skeptical of, of the other route, which is using social media more because it's hard to measure. So, so how would you outline proving the ROI from social selling efforts? You know, that's the misconception that social can't be tracked, right? Because you've got a lot of social media guru marketers that, you know, don't know what they're doing. They have no idea what B2B means and how, you know, B2B is done versus, like, building a personal brand. So that's really where, you know, I've excelled, creation agencies excelled, is we've really made a mission to show that there is technologies and processes around social media that can easily track the ROI. And... In B2B, the easiest way to do that, right, is you track the amount of hours and activity on social, and then you, you, you leverage the amount of conversations that move offline, right, and they go into the sales process, and there's you know, a whole layer of technology that you know, has to happen to really track it accurately. But, I mean, you, you gotta, people have to quit thinking about this stuff so complex. It's really, really simple. In marketing, you have lead generation, which is a lead. Somebody fills out a form, email campaign, social campaign, uh, you know, webinar, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. And then they nurture that lead and they pass it over to sales, right? And now that's considered a, a, a sales qualified lead, you know, depending if you're doing lead scoring, marketing automation or whatever. But really, if you think about this, on a one-to-one scale, if you have an SDR team and they create an offline conversation and set an appointment and the sales rep gets into that, now social media has just created you a new opportunity and you can tie revenue to that, right? So if you just keep it really, really simple and you keep process for conversation and you track that through the funnel, that'll give you a good idea of what your ROI from social is. So just to play, uh, not devil's advocate, but more uh, uninformed, let's say, uh, what are some tools uh, that you use to that can make the connections there? Because you referenced earlier that you need certain technology uh, after conversations go offline into the sales process uh, to be able to track that. Uh, what are some ways that our listeners could get set up to do that? So, you know, really we've been talking about sales and marketing stacks for a long time, right? It's been kind of a buzz. Um, you really have to, when you're building out your sales and marketing stack now, you have to build it integrated from social into sales, the sales process. So um, I would highly suggest that, you know, if you're a marketing team and you're looking to help your sales team, you know, post content, because I really do think they need to be the ones that are helping alleviate the pain of sales being in social all day, right? So if they give them a tool like Gagalamp, there's a tool that's called um, Gagalamp, which will actually help you take content that's taught off the press put it into a technology and then sales reps can just click a tweet button or click a LinkedIn share button, right? And it's relevant content around what their buyers are interested in or what their buyers will get value out of. Because if we, if, if marketing uses the technology and the content correctly, they can actually help the salespeople with, in seconds get good content out, get visible, get valuable to their buyer. And then really what we're trying to use content for is to create conversation, right? Content creates conversation. That technology is Gagalamp. The second layer to this would be managing the conversation, which I would highly recommend across social. 
And then the third layer to that is marketing automation, which, you know, when the sales rep does get into conversation, you know, from social, they send an email, they kind of start that communication or they make that call, that marketing automation starts to cookie them, track them, and then pushes them into the CRM. And from that point forward, the CRM should have, you know, LinkedIn contacts, and that should all be automated for marketing automation to track the different conversations through the funnel to close. And then you can tie all of that back to the first link click or the first conversation, which, you know, happened on which channel, Twitter, LinkedIn, um, and so forth. Awesome. So, you know, that makes me think of uh, another question here. Um, so there's a lot of different tools that marketers can use now and sales, uh, salesmen can use now uh, to not just attribute where traffic came from or where a lead came from, uh, but, but I don't know, it's just amazing to see just how many uh, new options are in the tech stacks. And, you know, with the emergence of you know, new tools like LinkedIn Sales Navigator and, and many others, uh, what do you think social selling will look like in, say, five years? Um, personally, I, you know, Here's the thing. I think that email, phone, and social should be used together, right? It should be like a well-oiled machine. You really got to have a process because, you know, social is never going to, you know, practically close the deal for you, right? I always say that, that social is the proactive way to give your value to your buyer without selling, you know, before, during, and after the sale, right? But you have to have the sales conversation, and you have to be good at sales, in general, in B2B, you're not, you know, nothing is going to fix that unless you're good at sales. But you use social to strengthen your phone conversations, to have better conversations, to know more about your buyer. You use that personal data to strengthen the conversation in the gaps between you have the next call, trying to get to the decision maker, right? You're using social to actually connect with the decision maker, give value to the decision maker, you know, if you've only had a call before, before the middle of the line. Um, and then afterwards, you know, you should be using social to strengthen the relationship you already have with your current customers, you know, to help amplify their message, share their webinar that's coming up, give them some business value, you know, share your network with for, with them. Because, you know, I always say this, if, you're, if you've got a new customer, your job when your customer comes on is to not only give them a heck of a technology, but to also become an advocate for their business and help, you know, them get more visibility and help them get more connections the right people of your network you know it doesn't stop with your product social is the vehicle to do that and i think you know you're just going to see more and more actual good how-to you're going to start you're seeing people actually doing stuff that's getting a result now right and beforehand with social people would just talk about it but they would give you all this fluffy knowledge that really didn't have any value to the bottom line but as social progresses and more people adopt and more people understand this and they start using it to actually conversate, give value to their buyers, you're going to see all this more information come out, how-tos, case studies, ebooks on how to leverage it correctly, and then the tools as well, if you have those on there, it's only going to get deeper and deeper into adoption. Now, you know, just like anything else, there's going to be, you know, social is going to always be reinventing itself. It's going to be new social channels, right? I mean, you just had Snapchat, now you have Instagram Stories. So you really have to, as a sales organization, adopt innovation, and you really have to make sure that you stay in the know on what new tools, what new social channels are coming out, 
so that you can always have a competitive advantage and not fall into the trap that most sales, most organizations do, where they're just now slowly adopting social and they're doing everything that people were doing a year ago and they're not getting any results because they just haven't kept up and they're so far behind the curve. It has been truly amazing to see just how many new, uh, not just social channels, but uh, you know, tech as well have been popping up over the past few years. Uh, so that's a really good point. Uh, and it's, a uh, it's kind of hard sometimes to stay in front of because there's so many new options, uh, but that's really good advice. Um, Jack, it would it would be a crime if we didn't talk about the Collaborate Conference coming up. Uh, I know you're a speaker at the events. Could you give us a small preview of what you're going to cover at the conference? Yeah, so I'm on a panel with um, Dan Pyre and uh, Jill Rowley and two of my you know favorite people. And we're really just going to really get into, you know, the value of social in the sales process in your business, you know, for the future. I think, you know, especially in Phoenix, it's exciting to have a conference like this with such great, you know, thought leaders in the sales and marketing space at a great venue because we just don't, you know, we're just starting to get the scene going. Startups really blossoming and blooming, per se. And I think it's going to be exciting to see all the new entrepreneurs from startups around Phoenix, you know, especially the smaller ones, they get to come and they get to consume this content and they're really going to be able to see what they should be doing, right? Because a lot of them just don't have that, that um, you know, education around the new innovative ways to get the competitive advantage in, in business today. Man, I wish I could be there to listen to this. Uh, unfortunately, I won't be out there this time, but any listeners who are going, be sure to check out... Uh, Check out this uh, this specific session, uh, Jack. This has been a really great look into uh, the relationship between social media and sales, and uh, I'm really glad you were able to be on the show today. Um, where can our listeners find out more about you and Creation Agency? Yeah, so um, you know you can connect me on Twitter, every social channel. I'm uh, <laughs> I practice what I preach, so <laughs> I'm, I'm super social. Whether that's LinkedIn. Um, Jack of the Cask, I'm sure you'll put all this stuff in the in the notes. But you know, just reach out to me. No sales pitch here. You know, I won't even pitch. You know, creation agency. You can check that out on your own. Um, but really, this is this is a passion of mine. This is something that you know I'm really out to prove people wrong. And you know, social is the real deal. It's here to stay. And the people that that get that and they embrace it and they work hard to build an audience and give a ton of value. We'll reap massive rewards on the back end in many ways, but revenue will be one of the major ones. Well, thanks again to Jack for uh, for joining me today, and, and thanks to our listeners for following along. Uh, this episode was recorded at the Technology Advice Podcast Studio in Nashville, Tennessee. To listen to more episodes of B2B Nation, check us out on SoundCloud or iTunes. And to learn more about the show, you can find us on Twitter at technology underscore ADV or online at technologyadvice.com. Thanks for listening.